Hey girl, hey, we're back with a brand new season of your favorite podcast, the self-love podcast by Love Madden. Welcome back to our true blues and welcome in to our new friends and followers. This is season seven. Join us each Monday as we talk through the scripture and the science of self-love and what it means for our healing. Each week, we'll give you a passage, a prayer, and a practice to apply to your own self-love journey. Prepare to laugh, learn, and lean in. Make yourself comfortable and pull up a seat. There's always room at our table. Welcome in. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. What it do? Back at it. Y'all. Hope you've had a good week, weekend, all the things. Yes, I hope everyone's had a great week. Thank you guys for tuning in and being uh, with us week after week. There's always a a sharp... um, incline at the beginning of the season before we like level out Mm -hmm. so i think we're hitting level out numbers so if you're still here we're grateful (laughs) (laughs) and for those of you who left you can't hear this anyway but we're sending good vibes to you that you come back that was nice i thought you were gonna say cake rocks oh no 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 I am a nice girl, not yeah, a mean girl. We're involved. The, you know what? This is like weeks ago, but mm-hmm. there was like National Mean Girl Day. Did you oh, see gosh, that? Oh, no. no. I'm like, people be doing the most with these days. <laughs> anyway, it is time. To love it. Or leave it. So, I have a love it. Mm-hmm. I also have a leave it, but I don't want it to be mean. It's just something I'm tired of seeing. Okay. I'll start with that. I've, I've had enough of um, Blue Ivy's performances, her growth, the before and after, how well she's done. I'm just, I've, I've just, I'm, I've had enough. And maybe it's just my algorithm, but I feel like it's, I see Blue Ivy every other second. Wow. Do you? I see her frequently, not every other second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've had enough. So. Let Blue Ivy chill. I mean, I'm so proud of her. Yeah, I think what she's done is Amazing. great. And I think but, yeah. it's like. Blue is probably over all of y'all putting these memes together, it's, showing I her mean, before I'm and after. See, before and after, I'm seeing people who are like at dancing as though they were her, and like it's just a lot. I'm, it's so much content of hers, and I don't know what I've done to the algorithm gods to get me into the. Probably Ellie talking about Blue Ivy. Oh yeah, she yeah she did. Ellie said she wanted to have a party with, and her DJ was going to be Beyonce, and Blue Ivy was going to be invited. I love that girl. I showed my mom that video. I was like, she went through this whole shebang. And I'm like, these, the, the kids today, because Maddie said, what's going to be on the menu? She said salmon pasta. Like, dog, said, at what age? She said, look, this is how she knows. You, she knows me. She said it's going to be salmon pasta, chicken wings, and hot sauce. She did. And then she, she said. She knows her mama. And she said on the kids menu, she said Blue is going to be eating off the kids menu with her. I'm like, girl, blue is twice your age, maybe more. There would be uh, chicken nuggets, mac and cheese. And a regular pasta, but the, the pasta wouldn't have the spices. spicy ingredients. Yeah, the yeah spicy she said there would be a kid's pasta. That would be in the adult she pasta. Did. I said, these kids today. I mean, I love, like, the um, the smarts, the mental, you know. Yeah. To put it all together. She's lived a privileged life. She knows that there's girl, a kid's menu. Pasta. And- I don't even think I knew what salmon was <laughs> at four. Yeah, she planned a whole party, y'all. At least I got invited. And then I was feeling some type of way because I was like the Third. sixth person. No. So I when was I, literally okay. the sixth person <laughs> so on the invite when list. I, like. When she said it initially, you she had said you and my sister first. Oh, okay. And then when I asked her to tell me about it again so I could record it, she went from the last person oh. to the first person. I was person. like, dang, yeah, me and Mimi <laughs> made it way down the list. 
anyway. <laughs> okay, so that's my leave it. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I think it's just overexposure. Yes. And then my love it is, I don't know if I've talked about, I think I've talked about the La Roche-Posay skincare. Um, I, I think it might have been on social media. They have a triple cream mm-hmm. moisturizer, the body moisturizer. moisturizer. Oh, body moisturizer. Body. Triple cream. But I have since gone down a rabbit hole of all their products, and they have a double cream face moisturizer. And it is so luxurious. It's all I have on today, Tennille. Oh, you look shining, girl. Glowing. Thank you, honey. Mm-hmm. And they have an excellent, very t- uh, top-rated sunscreen. Yes. And then they have this, they have two kind of face washes. So I have first bought, like, the gentle mm-hmm. um moisturizing one but I needed something a little bit more I'm, I'm more I don't know I can, depending on the season mm-hmm. combination I bought the cleansing foaming one. Oh, I don't have the foaming one I think I have the regular one. Oh, baby it gets all the makeup off like it mm. is so deep cleansing but not like super drying so I just love their brand I, I don't think there's anything that I've tried yet that I don't love so my dermatologist shout out to the skin doc mm-hmm. on Instagram she recommends mm. uh, La Roche-Posay um, for your skincare so definitely go check it out and you then can I'll, get it at Target and y'all can get it at CVS depend on depend on the neighborhood you live in sometimes the oh, La Roche-Posay yeah. would be behind the glass <laughs> Take it to the <laughs> suburbs so you can look at the ingredients without having to call. I was like, can I get a team member to L3 member. so I can? <laughs> Why are people like this? Come uh, on. We can go through a whole like current events conversation, not today, but I'm just tired of people. Yeah, me too. And I really want to know, and maybe we won't know, maybe these are the last days. I don't know, but I just don't know why people are acting the way they are. Nuts. Like shooting, carjacking, everything, walking around with hoods on when it's 80 degrees. I mean, I just are we in the last day? <laughs> just tell me if we are so I can do all the sorry, simple stuff that I <laughs> want to do before I go to glory. Let me say it so she can run, <laughs> run up all her bills. <laughs> I mean, just just tell me because the way the world is going right now, mm. it, it it is it's giving. <clears throat> The end of the road. Mm. Anyway. It's like he's, he might be coming back sooner rather than he's later. He's coming. He's coming. <laughs> All right. What are you loving or leaving? Or li- or leoving? Oh, leoving. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I am loving this week. I am actually just going to um, give a shout out mm. of, to someone that I love who recently passed away. Mm. Um, my godmother recently uh, went home to be with the Lord. She had been um, living with um, lymphoma for, I want to say, 12 or 13 years. And um, the doctors had said that she was a poster child. Like, most people didn't end up living that long, right? And so in her last day, she wasn't sick, or at least to my knowledge. I mean, I you know, people always are going to have, like, their things private battles that they're dealing with. And I ended up finding out from my mom that she was getting blood transfusions like every two weeks or something throughout Mm -hmm. like the last few months. But she was alert well Mm -hmm. the night before she passed. And then she woke up in excruciating pain Mm -hmm. at like two in the morning. And by 11 a.m., she was gone. They basically said her organs were just shutting down very rapidly. So Mm -hmm. I just want to publicly acknowledge my godmother, Myrn Jarman, um, 
I think she did a lot for me as um, a godmother. You know, nowadays I feel like people have titles mm-hmm. of, you know, this is my godmother mm-hmm. and maybe I see her every, you know, whenever. Once a year. Once a year, mm-hmm. something like that. Like I have uh, a cousin who really, yeah, doesn't interact with her godmother at all, which is no shade. It doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't make a difference. Mm-hmm. But I think the godmother that I am today, mm-hmm. and probably it also plays into it because I'm not a mother mm-hmm. yet, but... She really held me down for, you know, all the years of my life. And so I'm internally grateful to her um, for just being an example of what a godmother should be. I am incredibly grateful that I had the love and support um, that she gave me, you know, from when I was just a, a little six or seven year old and dance companies and having to travel and do all these things. And she was there to pick me up when my mom couldn't and, and all these things. So I just wanted to honor her today because um, her birthday is the end of October. And I think it's will be around this time when um, this episode uh, premieres or, yeah. So I just wanted to shout, shout her out um, and say that I am grateful for everything that she has done for me um, and the example that she gave and, how that has impacted the woman that I am today. That's so beautiful. Thank you. All right. All right. Time to set the table. All right. Today's passage comes out of the book of John, chapter 16, verse 33. And it says this, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world Mm. you will have tribulation, Mm. but take heart. I have overcome the world. It didn't say may. It oh, will. let me read it again. No, 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 no. Oh, oh. Did you I said say, okay, it I said right, will. Okay, but okay. I just wanted to it say didn't, it, oh, right. it didn't say you may have tribulation. Right. I just wanted to make it clear that it doesn't say may. It says will. <laughs> you will, yeah. period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So today's episode, The ABCs of Peace, is based on another recent writing of mine on my Substack platform. Y'all see how I'm doing that? I'm gonna take you back. I'm gonna take you back to the platform. <laughs> Y'all not gonna have me making 20 pieces of content in all these different places, okay? We're gonna Ooh. we're gonna dive deeper on the podcast and we're gonna it. talk about it. As we did during last week's episode, I'm gonna share an excerpt of the essay that I wrote with you to frame today's conversation. Mm-hmm. But to read the um, the entire thing, to comment, to engage, to do all the things, you can visit lovemadden.substack.com. Even if you're not a Substacker, if you sign up and subscribe, and you can subscribe for free, mm-hmm. um, you'll get it as a newsletter into your email. Mm-hmm. So when the podcast episodes come out and when the new writings come out, you will get something at least once a month. And if you're a paid subscriber, subscriber, you will get more than that. More than that. And you get to comment on the um, podcast. Yes. And- you can you can comment on the, the essays you too. Can comment or on can the you essays. do that as a free member? No, you have to be oh. paid. You can um, start threads. Membership has its benefits. <laughs> yes. You get bonus episodes. Mm. The episode that Marcus is going to do with us this season. Paid subscribers. Paid subscribers. Hey, I got a way we can make a little money. What? I could go, like, have a pay, a bonus episode. With all your about boo. My, no, no. Oh, all about your boo. Dog. Swift? <laughs> that was way too much. Anyway, Sorry. I knew the people. The people would pay for that. And we want to get these numbers up. Maybe they would subscribe, and then they would unsubscribe once <laughs> they were done. Tanil can't leave us hanging. Oh, Tanil won't leave you hanging for a minimal fee. It's like, nah, I'm joking. The people who are saying Tanil can't leave us hanging are already paid. Those are the loyals. Oh, 
Dang. Well, maybe I can bait you all <laughs> maybe in. Maybe you can get a few more. more. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Um, so, yeah, that's a little bit about Substack. But let me go ahead and jump into this yes. word. Okay. I have been more focused lately on how to make peace with difficult circumstances, practice peace in my day-to-day life, and choose peace when it's not mm. the easy choice. Because sometimes I do want to choose violence. Mm. Peace, not accomplishment, success, or even joy, is what straps us in tight on the wild ride called life Mm -hmm. and holds us securely through the inevitable dips, bumps, turns, peaks, and valleys. I have to admit that until recently, I've spent more time focused on the road and the ride, Mm -hmm. trying to avoid challenges and control outcomes, and not nearly enough time investing in maintaining my peace in the face of those challenges. Today, we will unpack just how to establish, protect, and maintain our peace from day to day. God invites us to have peace in him. While there are a number of references to this throughout the Bible, I was able to find some straightforward and practical steps on how in this scripture from John 16, 33. To make it stickier to remember, I've outlined the takeaways into some of the earliest lessons we learned in grade school, our ABCs. Welcome to season seven, episode three, the ABCs of peace. If you've read my essay, Peace is the Real Flex in the newsletter, Mm. then you may remember what the ABCs of maintaining our inner peace are, but we are going to dive in a little deeper today. So let's Let's dig dig in. in. Yummy. Okay, before we get serious, I'm Mm going to say something smart. Okay. You was going on in my Fisher Price prayer (laughs) joints, and now you're back to the ABCs I didn't say it was a bad strategy. Mm -hmm. It was just an opportunity to... Clown. One, me. one thing she ain't gonna do. Is I'm let never that gonna let go. that. Y- y'all. We're four seasons yeah. into talking about the Fisher Price prayer. <laughs> you know they say <laughs> there's some things you just can't let go of. <laughs> That's one. Anyway, I have been watching um, Netflix stand up comedy specials lately. Oh, uh-huh. did you watch Lunell? Anyway, uh, yes, and I didn't think it was funny. It was. Sorry, Lunell. <laughs> Sorry, I, like, no. I try to keep it positive on here, but it oh. didn't. I listen. I watched it through the end though. Okay, go ahead. I was um. Organizing clothes. Okay. So, but I watched the old one from some more. I had watched a uh-huh. more recent one and I watched her old one and I thought it was really funny. Mm. Um, anyway, she talked about being super petty and not letting go of things for years and years. And it just made me think of it. You might want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me go commiserate <laughs> with my type of people. Okay. <laughs> yes. Anyway, let's <sighs> dive into this conversation. Okay. So, A. In the ABCs, A is for acceptance. Mm-hmm. The scripture states this, in the world, you will have tribulation. Some versions say suffering or distress in place of tribulation. So here's the essay. In short, life is hard. There is no promise of an easier or less stressful life for believers. We will face struggles in relationships, health issues, loss, and financial hardship, mm-hmm. and more than likely, all of the above. Mm-hmm. Acceptance empowers us by moving us out of denial and into reality mm-hmm. and as a result equips us to manage the hardships that we will face. Acceptance is not concession. It's not laying down and allowing our hardship to quote win or overtake us. To the contrary, it is the first step toward healing and inner peace. This requires us to grieve what we thought or wished mm-hmm. it would be mm-hmm. in order to accept what it is and then unlock a new pathway for what it could be. Mm. Mm. Yeah. 
this is a perfect flow from the hope um, mm-hmm. episode. If if you have not listened to the last episode, um, episode two, I encourage you to go back and listen to that one before you come to this one because they just flow really perfectly together. I agree. Yeah. All right. Um, how have you practiced acceptance mm-hmm. as a means of establishing peace with a situation or circumstance? How did you feel during that process and how long did it take or is it taking? Yeah. Mm. Um, I've done this in multiple areas mm-hmm. of life and have mm-hmm. had to. There are some areas where it's taken a longer time. So like when I talk about in the Hope episode, I was kind of in denial about the, t- the infertility that I was facing mm-hmm. and wanting to kind of put myself above the rest. And, and it took me a long time to accept mm-hmm. what I was dealing with. I could not have peace around it until I first accepted Mm -hmm. it and called a thing a thing. I couldn't move forward and take the actions necessary Mm -hmm. if I didn't first accept it. Uh, Since then, I think I have shortened that time that it takes me around acceptance Mm -hmm. because I have realized how much of a gift it is Mm -hmm. to be able to say, okay, I know this is hard, but this is what it is. Mm -hmm. Now, let's get after, you know, what we're going to do next. Mm -hmm. Let's get after moving out of the victim zone mm-hmm. and embracing peace in your day-to-day life and not let not becoming obsessed and letting this disturbance, this tribulation, this distress to, to color your color whole your- life mm-hmm. because our life is made up of moments. All we have are moments. Mm-hmm. So every moment that you succumb to worry, stress, mm-hmm. overwhelm is a moment that loss. could be is a moment lost that could be peaceful. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. I have shortened that duration. How do I feel during the process? I feel um, I feel naked. I feel vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm I'm not protected. Coming into terms with just dealing with something difficult, mm-hmm. I might feel shame, mm-hmm. guilt, weakness. Um, but that's sort of just the initial pinch, mm-hmm. and then I start to feel relief. Relief, yeah. And I feel less stressed, and I feel more equipped mm-hmm. to do what it takes to to take the next steps. Yeah. And that comes with, um, you doing the work. So Mm -hmm. I think that the time that it takes you to get to the acceptance is based on the level of work that you've done. Um, spiritual work, Mm -hmm. uh, I think is the the most important thing, but then also your healing work. So whether that's therapy Mm -hmm. or meditation, Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like for you, um, that helps to shorten that acceptance, um, fate or the journey to acceptance Mm -hmm. that, that, um, um, before you get there, because I think for me, yeah, it's, I don't want people to feel shame around the time Mm -hmm. that it takes. Cause it Mm -hmm. can take a couple months. It could take years. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't want it to get to the point where it could, you know, it's taking that long because I do, like you said, you're starting to miss other moments Mm -hmm. that could be put towards something more fruitful. Um, but don't get clouded by anyone else's journey of, the process that it takes to get to that acceptance. Right. Because you don't, like you said, you don't know what they've done and what they've been to Mm -hmm. prior to that. And you're looking, everyone's on a healing journey. Yeah. But you might be looking at somebody who's further down along the road. So like, like I said, in the last episode, it took me two years before I really wanted to accept Mm -hmm. what I was going through in my journey to motherhood. Mm -hmm. That's a long time to be down in the dumps. No. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) I be thinking the same thing. I'm like, the the past year and a half, two mm-hmm. years of your life, mm-hmm. you have been allowing your circumstance to cloud mm-hmm. many of the things that you could have could 
are and could be experiencing in your life. Mm-hmm. And um, although everybody has to go through their own process, it's not it's not beneficial all all the time to just to be in that space for a really long time. Because sometimes I feel like had I done what was necessary like earlier in the process, I wouldn't be as far as deep in the darkness mm. as I the place where I got to mm-hmm. It's just you know the deeper you go the harder the, the darker it is mm-hmm. and, and the, the harder, harder to climb out of climb it. out of it right about that so um you know take take the time you need but I would also say like don't like you just said don't stay in that victim mode too long where you're not doing anything but like wallowing in your thoughts I do think it's it's healthy you know to, to take some early steps. Acceptance is, it's like, a, it's like I feel like it's a key. Like, I feel like oh, acceptance sure. unlocks the door for peace. I also believe acceptance unlocks, it's the first step for self-love. Mm. Like, I talk a lot about self-love as a means to healing. Like, mm-hmm. my journey has really centered around um, love God, loving myself, and, lo- and then being able to love others. Mm-hmm. And loving myself has been built upon accepting myself. That's true, my genuine self. Your genuine self, mm-hmm. not the who, who people, people see. see you to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think <sighs> accepting who you are and then just being, um, allowing others to accept you for who you are is uh, the ultimate flex, yeah. right? We were just yeah. talking in the last episode about people, you know, Seeing you and 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 seeing what you might may present online, mm-hmm. and then when you see them in a different light, mm-hmm. they're doing something different. <laughs> like no, like just be who you are be and be consistent. Yeah. All right. Um, strategy two. Okay. B. A. B. B is for boundary. Love it. <laughs> the scripture also <laughs> says, "Take heart." Other versions say, "Be encouraged." be of good cheer, or be comforted. These two words, take heart, are pivotal. Mm. Take heart is a, are powerful, I should say. Mm -hmm. Powerful and pivotal. Take heart is a charge to protect the feelings that flow Mm. from our heart. Mm. And we do so by establishing healthy boundaries. Acceptance and making peace with something can be fragile, There may be instances where we second-guess ourselves and we'll have to guard our hearts and minds from doubt or Mm self-defeating thoughts. And even more instances where well-intentioned or maybe not so well-intentioned people will pull us out of our peace and back into pity. Mm -hmm. Establishing boundaries around our acceptance can look like not inviting others into our space Mm -hmm. by talking about it with everyone, Mm -hmm. counteracting difficulty with gratitude, And most importantly, using God's word as a shield to protect against harmful thoughts. Mm. Um, I've had lots of well-intentioned people Mm. pull me out of peace into pity. Mm. Just when I think I'm good, somebody will say something. Well, you know, are you sure? And Mm -hmm. is this really what you want? Mm -hmm. Are you, you know, being honest with yourself? Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, am I? And then I go back and I start to think, this isn't really what I want. And then I just start having pity again and yeah, feeling like a, a victim again. And then yeah. you, you get in this cycle. So I have literally been using God's word as a shield mm. to protect me by saying, by, by staying steeped in what he has to say 
so that when somebody else has something to say, I feel like I'm already covered with his words, so their words matter less. And then when you said that, it just reminded me, I don't know the um, book mm -hmm. of the Bible. You might know where this is, but like putting on the full armor, full of, armor God, of God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that you got to just stay the breastplate of righteousness. <laughs> right. All, you got to put on all <laughs> the, the sword, components the shield, because the, the helmet, people will come. The people will come. And the things and the trials and the tribulations will come. And sometimes the people is us. It'd be my own thoughts. Yeah. Like Ella Cool J. When I'm, when alone, I'm in alone in my room, room sometimes I, I stare at the wall. When I'm and alone in the back room, of my mind, it, oh. I hear my conscience. Marcus, can you go, play it? Okay, thank you. Anyway, uh, yeah. Where were we? Did question. I ever read the question? No. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. What type of boundaries mm -hmm. have you had to put up to protect your peace from others? Mm. What types of boundaries or safeguards have you established around your own conflicting thoughts slash indecisiveness? along the way so boundaries I have put up between myself and the words of other people is not inviting everyone into the space that's it if if you're not really telling anybody your business then they can't really come at. <laughs> <laughs> so oh what I would do is be telling people the business and then when they have something to say and then I don't want to hear what they have to say, I'm Girl. like, you know what? I know what I'm going to do next time. Not I'm not word. talking to you about this. And you should have people that you can talk to, but yes. once you realize, you know, who the people are that you can't, mm. don't talk to them about it anymore. It's, that strategy is simple. The boundary is we're going to keep it light. We're going to keep it light. We're going to keep it right here on the bubble of this top surface. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and maybe there are things that you can go you know, deeper with around with people, but mm -hmm. you can't necessarily go deeper with um, everything with everyone, if that makes sense. No, so there might be some true. person where your whole relationship doesn't have to be surface. Like there are things that we can go deep about. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can go deep about, I feel like I can talk to this person about business and mm -hmm. finances, mm -hmm. but maybe they have some triggers or something from their past life or history where I don't necessarily feel comfortable talking to them about love and relationships. Right. So I don't. Yeah. Yeah. You, got, you feel free to put up boundaries around different segments of your life with the same person. Right. Is really correct. Yeah. Okay. And then part two asks, what type of boundaries or safeguards have you established around your own conflicting thoughts mm. or indecisiveness along the way? That's, right. that's, oh, for, that's you. for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, I think for me, it, it, it does go back to, uh, Knowing what God has said and cons constantly filling my mind with those things because I will get in a place where I don't know if it's me or if it's God. Mm. And sometimes that causes turmoil that messes up, messes with my peace, mm. right? So I have to stay um, grounded in his word mm. in order to maintain that that peace with my own mental, like someone I was talking to, um, as we were the day before we recorded this episode and I told them we were talking about peace. Mm -hmm. They were like, what does peace look like for you? Mm -hmm. And I was like, one, which you mentioned in your essay was gratitude. Mm -hmm. One was contentment. Mm -hmm. One was like just calmness. Mm -hmm. Right. Because so often we can get, um, so caught up in our own thoughts that we're causing our own turmoil mm -hmm. um, internally. And really it's 
wise counsel and so that wise counsel comes mm. from scripture but it can also come from other people as well but mm-hmm. then i think it goes back to what you just said you have to know to be selective and we talked about that in a episode last season mm-hmm. where you kind of discern mm-hmm. who in fact is wise counsel because sometimes the people who are closest to you ain't it are not the wise counsel that you need yeah um so i think it's it's the scripture and I, I will be honest with you all. I am at a place of peace, but um, I have, you know, come on here and said that I have had a little bit of a strained relationship with God. So it's mm-hmm. not always easy um, to to maintain that, but you know that you can always go back to it. Like Maddie has told me a number of times, God is always there. Mm-hmm. It's just you need to come back to him. And mm-hmm. so knowing that you can always go back to that word to get to a place of peace is, um, I'm just grateful for that, that grace. Mm-hmm. I think we should also mention when we talk about boundaries, because we're kind of talking about like friendly relationships where mm-hmm. we're putting boundaries around certain conversations. Boundaries can also look like relationships ending. Let go. Cut. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. also a boundary. Very necessary. And I don't want to just keep it all fluffy on here. Like that's true. It's sometimes it's hard to establish boundaries or to maintain them, but it's like I really don't think me <laughs> me and you are moving in the same direction. And it's not your job to Um, force people to adhere to a boundary. Mm -hmm. Like if someone is violating the fact that you communicated a boundary and they're not um, respecting that boundary. Okay. Once it's fine. And maybe you use the three strike method, Mm -hmm. but at that point, yeah, you have to just, you have to cut people out for sure. Yeah. I mean, give grace. I think, yeah, but, and it, it goes back to, you have to communicate the boundary. Don't expect people to just, be able to read your mind around what the boundary is. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of times we can think we've set a boundary and we have not communicated that boundary. So people don't even know what the fence looks like. Right. Yes. Another thing I think too, establishing a boundary can sometimes, especially when it's around your own thoughts can look like a new environment. Um, it's not always around like people and what they're saying, but it's like, what are you doing? What are you spending your time, your time. doing? Um, you know, maybe a new environment for some people might be getting out the house and being in a more positive environment mm-hmm. around people. Or if you're out in these streets because you're avoiding your problems, maybe a new environment for you might be sitting down. You know, <laughs> uh, maybe it's putting yourself in new circles. Maybe mm-hmm. if your old circle is, you know, out all night drinking and smoking and carrying on and you're not feeling peace, then maybe it's finding a different circle. Yeah. A more wholesome circle. And I would also say that be open to finding peace in unexpected places. Mm. Um, I feel like one of the things that I I first said about um, my friend was that I felt like a safe space with him. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think when I reconnected with him that that was going to be the story. Mm -hmm. And even in the, the kind of weirdest ways, I feel like he offers me a peace mm. that I would have not expected to have mm. with him. I don't I don't know what I expected, mm-hmm. but I think you just need to be open to finding peace in unexpected places. Yeah. And open to unexpected places like people are so like, yeah. this is what I do. This is how, who I hang out with. This is how I am. That I mean, you're not even allowing yourself to be introduced to. Like when people talk about like, how do you make friends as adults and stuff? Some of it is just moving environments, yeah, switching environments. And then you put yourself in the same room Mm -hmm. as 
different people, different energy, different vibes. Like it might not even be a person mm-hmm. that you're connected right. with. It might just be a vibe. And like, wow, yeah, I feel lighter when here. I'm out of this yeah. space, you know? Um, so I think that that being open and not having too much pre preconceived mm-hmm. notions can apply just across the board. Yeah, and I think it also goes to like knowing yourself and mm-hmm. not allowing other people to try to establish what that boundary or that piece looks like because um, in full transparency, I will say, you know, there, there are people who I really admire in my life, you know, uh, I come on here and then I, I was about to try to keep it a secret, but I was just, <laughs> I'll just say it. Cause I always, my mom <laughs> like has one um, idea mm-hmm. of like what is best for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she would think that, Choice A mm-hmm. is peace, mm-hmm. but really choice B is peace. Mm-hmm. And if sh- I have to be comfortable, like knowing that choice B is for me, mm-hmm. even though you think choice A is the best mm-hmm. for me, because you're my mom, you've known me for 42 years of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to be comfortable with just making your standing in your own um, position of peace, yeah. whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. Right. Because people will try to tell you you what's what peace should look like for you. Yeah. And you are really the only person who knows really knows what it what that feels Feels like in your body. What you feel like in that relationship, what you feel like in that job, what Mm -hmm. you feel like in that space. Yes. Yeah. That's great. All right. A, B, C. C is for contentment. Finally, the scripture says in me, you have peace or shalom. Shalom is a Hebrew word meaning peace. Harmony, wholeness, completeness, prosperity, welfare, and tranquility. Okay, this is the good part, y'all. That even in the presence of our relationship issues, we have access to harmony. Mm. In our health issues, we have access to wholeness. Mm. In our loss, we can still access completeness. In financial hardship, we have access to prosperity. In depression, we have access to welfare. And in our anxiety, we have access to tranquility. Find contentment in your present situation by accessing shalom Mm -hmm. through connection with God's word, daily gratitude, and practicing mindful breathing and meditation. That's a good one. Yeah. How are you cultivating contentment in your day-to-day life, and how has gratitude transformed your thinking in this season? So for me, contentment is about being present. Mm -hmm. Like, I've said this before, if I'm too far ahead in the future or... Um, still way back when, then I can't be content because I'm not even experiencing what's going on right now to be content in it or to even be aware of it. Mm -hmm. So that's why I talk about mindfulness and even meditation, taking a moment to breathe, taking a moment to catch my breath um, allows me to just tap into the present moment. And then when I'm in the present moment, then my, I I become more aware. I Mm -hmm. become more aware and my eyes become open to everything that's going on around me. And and then I begin to experience gratitude. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I'm just keep looking at my rear view mirror, I can't be grateful for what's going on because I'm just longing over whoever or whatever was in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, Same thing with anxious. If I'm constantly projecting forward, Forward. Mm -hmm. then I'm not able to be content. So it has been around really being mindful and being present, um, cutting back on multitasking, Mm -hmm. I think you can't have peace when you're constantly trying to accomplish things and do things. And so when I am 
driving in the car. Mm-hmm. I am driving now either with an audiobook, which I do if I'm just listening to the book, but a lot of times just with nothing mm. and just paying attention to the clouds, the sky, the season. Like we're all like, oh my God, this year is going so fast because we're not present. Mm. It's zooming by because we're not looking around. So paying attention to the seasons, taking, I've been taking my walks and then making those walks like mindfulness walks and gratitude walks, like looking at the leaves changing, not looking up and being like, dang, I got to sweep all these, where did all these leaves come from? But paying attention as they're beginning to change, watching what's going on in nature. Just when I'm having a conversation with someone, being locked in, Mm -hmm. put my phone down, listening to what they're saying. Um, yeah, so I've just, I felt more joy and gratitude and contentment just by really being here. Being here and being present. Being present and yeah. not scrolling. Sometimes you could be sitting there, you know, watching a movie or sitting with somebody and then you on your phone and you missing it. And then what are you even looking at on your phone? Yeah, I need to do a better job with the phone. I feel like I always have my phone in my hand. Mm-hmm. And what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Scrolling. Yeah. So more contentment just comes with just being present and being aware. And it's a choice, a choice mm-hmm. that you have to make um, daily, mm-hmm. sometimes hour by moment hour, by moment, moment mm-hmm. by moment. Um, so you have, yeah, choose contentment. And that was the first thing that um, when I was having that conversation about what does peace look like to me, contentment was the very first word mm-hmm. because, yeah, you longing for what could have been or what should be it only creates more um, internal turmoil. Yeah. Um, and so the moment you begin, and I'm going back to A, mm-hmm. having that acceptance yes. to be okay with where, where God has you in this moment, you can experience peace. You can experience peace in the midst of a storm. Yeah. Right? Like there, yeah, it's, so it's a choice. And that acceptance and that self-love is also really an anchor mm-hmm. to contentment as well because if you're not happy with yourself, if, if you don't accept who you are, you can't be happy with yourself. And if you're not happy with yourself, then you can't be content. You can't be secure. You can't mm. be aware because you're you're not even real with you. Mm. So acceptance is really the first thing because it's like, okay, this is who I am. This is where I am. You don't have to love it all, but if, just be able to just accept it. Accept it. Get that's, out of denial. That's it. You don't have to love it all. You just have to accept, accept it. it all. This is what it is. This mm-hmm. is where I am. Once you do that, then you start to build up that sense of one self awareness, mm-hmm. and then that will breed like a sense of security. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we're we are multitasking and doing all the things and not being present because we're so painfully insecure mm-hmm. and we're so uncomfortable with ourselves. Like we don't want to sit in silence and we don't want to pay attention to nature because we don't want to be in our own company. Mm. It's sad. Yeah. So. And I think one we may have to do this in a um, side conversation mm-hmm. or, or bonus, or maybe we just touch on it quickly here. Mm-hmm. Contentment is not complacency, so you mm-hmm. have to um, be able to tease out mm-hmm. the, the difference between those two things. Yeah. Like, you can be... You can accept where you are right now and still and be working, still be towards, working towards whatever the next thing is. So yeah. you don't have to stay there. Contentment is not being comfortable with mm-hmm. staying in your current position. Right. Absolutely. It's just Ex- finding it's it's just finding peace, peace and joy in it. the present mm-hmm. while, while you may be working on mm-hmm. whatever. It's not about being so hyper focused on what isn't that you miss what is. You're so focused on the goal that you're not here. You're so focused on 
you know, building the business that you're missing the moments with your family or yeah. with yourself or you're not taking care of your physical body because you're so focused on whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. It's like valuing who you are and where you are also allows you to take better care for yourself. Mm. We talk so much about self-care, but care is an act of love. We care for those that we love. And so it's important for us to first accept, become aware of, be accepting of, mm -hmm. practice our self-love, and then we can move on to self-care. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's just a Band-Aid. Mm. We're going through the motions, the but not really meaning it. And it will, yeah. So. Yeah. And then... Um, do you have anything else that you want to say about gratitude and how it's transformed you, your thinking? I think I've talked sufficiently on this show about gratitude. Um, it's just a part of my daily life. It's just a daily practice. And it that's why I wanted to focus today more on mindfulness, like coming up with new things to be grateful for every day. Um, you can't do that if you're not present and mindful. Mm -hmm. So I think just um, being mindful is like a first act toward really genuine gratitude. I said when you were saying that it made me think of some Disney movie. I don't even know which one it is, but it's like, look around, look around. I don't know. Uh, I'll figure out what song. <laughs> do, you, do you have any more? <laughs> I was trying to help you. <laughs> I thought you were about to I say. Know, but I gotta I was like, is it frozen? I don't know what I gotta I gotta I figure it saying, out. Look at this stuff. No, not not that look around, look around. I, I really feel like it might be not frozen anyway. Though. But the the point of that whole thing over, about it is like take take daily stock, like look around mm -hmm. what you have going on mm. outside nature. Mm -hmm. Just just take a moment to stop mm. and look around. Yes. That. Yeah. Sorry for the. the no, um, that was good, though. Stop and look around. Sometimes yeah. people be in a and, and the other thing is sometimes we could be so in our own funk that we funk up the whole room mm. just carrying that cloud of misery around with. And us. it's not like you may think you're projecting a certain way, but it really is. You bring the energy and the vibe. You can mm -hmm. even though you could be smiling, you mm -hmm. could, you know, be laughing and joking it is the energy. So you have to, you really have to make sure that you're doing the internal the work mm -hmm. and that you are authentic to bring positive yeah. vibes and energy to the space versus um, yeah. negative. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else on the ABCs of peace? So to recap, acceptance, mm -hmm. boundaries, mm -hmm. contentment. Mm -hmm. um, acceptance allows us to establish our peace. Mm -hmm. Boundaries allow us to protect our peace, mm -hmm. um, and contentment allows us to maintain, maintain. that peace. And I was just going to say, this came um, to mind as we were talking, it is okay to pivot in your peace as well. Mm -hmm. What is peaceful to you today may look different tomorrow, and it's okay. Um, what do you mean by that? Like... I think you're the bounce. So if we go back to the B, the boundary, mm -hmm. boundaries can shift and change. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to, um, you know, put up an additional wall mm. or a fence. Sometimes you can, it's okay to let mm -hmm. a boundary down, yeah. right? If the person has demonstrated, um, you know, trust mm -hmm. and, and all of those things mm -hmm. and that they can be a safe space. So sometimes you just have to be open. I think it goes back to just being open to 
changing what peace may look like for you in a particular season of life. Be okay with, it, it doesn't always have to be one certain way. Yeah. In the intro episode, we talked about like allowing God to um, establish our steps. Like man mm-hmm. has, you know, plans, but the Lord establishes his steps. And I think even when we talk about the last episode on hope and even this episode on peace, I think sometimes we can't have peace if we are so um, rigid, rigid, obsessed with mm-hmm. an outcome. Mm-hmm. If we become obsessed with an outcome yeah. and we don't allow ourselves to be fluid with the pathway or the journey, then, um, you know, it can become, we can, we can feel like a win is a failure because we're so locked in on what something is supposed to look like. And we miss the gift in what we do have. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, now it is time for us to go to the throne of the Lord. I go to the rock. No, I'm thinking. I go to the rock. Yeah, we're getting into that holiday <laughs> season where the preacher's wife is coming in strong. You guys, if my sister's listening, she already knows this. I have listened to that soundtrack <laughs> probably 2,000 times. You can go to the rock. You can go to the rock. <laughs> you can go to the rock. Marcus, can you play that song too so that they don't have to hear us? <laughs> okay, organs. <laughs> Here is our closing prayer for the week. God, thank you for the gift of inner peace. Thank you for the promise of shalom, a type of peace that cuts across all our various worries and circumstances. Thank you, Lord, for the tools to practice peace in our day to day. And more than that, thank you for giving us access to your supernatural peace that surpasses all understanding as is promised in Philippians chapter four. Help us to remember that even though there will, there will Mm -hmm. be many troubles in our lifetime, peace is always available to us through you. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Here's our practice. I commit to shifting my focus from combating my issues to accepting where I am as a first step toward toward inner peace. I will shed the false narrative of perfectionism for the flawed facade of reality. Mm. Once established, I will protect that peace with healthy boundaries and genuine gratitude in my daily life. Until then, peace be with you. I Y'all, have one for I every think, week. Yeah, this is this is becoming a, a trend, and I, I don't know if I like it. I could see her sitting at, on her couch, like, what can I say? I got end? one for next week. Uh, let us know what you think about these outros. Love you guys. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast with Matt and Ashete Jones and Snail Daniels. Like what you've heard? Show us some love and follow or subscribe, then leave a five-star rating and review. For more resources, including show notes and to keep the conversation going, head over to lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. That's L-O-V-E-M-A-A-D-E-N.